ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, if you're hearing this in time, we're wishing a very Merry Christmas. And if we don't talk to you in between Christmas and the New Year, Happy New Year. But Merry Christmas, everybody across the world, wherever you may be. We wish you nothing but the best and hope it's a good one. Hope it's a memorable one. If it's not a memorable one, make sure you hydrate, take two aspirin afterwards. Get those fluids back in you after a hard night of partying and not having to go to work the next day. We've all been there. We've all done it. Have a good time. So um, I want to talk, like I was telling uh, the patrons, Christopher and I were talking about this. So I took a quick trip out east, east coast of the United States uh, for a quick visit, uh, Christmas party, and then a, a quick subsequent return. I ended up getting sick traveling. I'm not sure if uh, I got it at the airport with the 50,000 people that I ran into, because let me tell you something, Newark Airport is a fucking zoo. Um, it's just a lot of people. When you live out here, now, mind you, Ohio is the seventh most populous state in the country. So we've got about 12 million people here. There's more people living here than in New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Let me take a look. New Jersey population. Definitely not the devils. 9.2. Um, it's densely populated because it has less room than we do here in the Buckeye State. So there's a lot of people there. And it reminded me how much I love Ohio because of our wide open spaces, ample parking. Um, right, right. And generally nice people. Like I think Midwestern, and we get made fun of as Midwesterners for how polite we are because we are polite people. When pushed, we become a different kind of person. Uh, but uh, overall, uh, Midwestern people are the nicest people you ever run into. I know the South has a good reputation as well. So do we. In fact, we get made fun of for it. Um, oop, let me squeeze past you. Oop, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, we just, oop, oh, oop, excuse oh. me. Um, but yeah, so I flew out there. So this is how it started, Chris. Okay. I'm at Cleveland International Airport. The land of Cleveland. Flying United Airlines, okay. United Airlines. United, yes, going to uh, Nueva Nueva Jersey. Okay. Nueva Jersey. Yes. The 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 brick city, as it's called, the city of Newark in Nueva Jersey. Um, first I get on the airplane, okay. Then we back up, and we're sitting there, okay. I'm in the back, by the way, last row next to the shitter. Mistake one. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Smells and sounds, ladies and gentlemen. Smells and sounds. Well, we're sitting there for about a half hour. I'm like, I mean, what is, I mean, no offense. Is he like praying to, to you know, like to get the flight going? Like, what are we doing here? Like you reading, you doing your homework assignment. Turns out one of the engines wouldn't start. One of them did. One of them did it. And I'm like, oh, this, what a fucking wonderful way to start my fucking day. Great. Christmas party's at one, flight's leaving at nine, or was supposed to, and I'm like, fuck, am I even going to get there? So the plane pulls forward, people are allowed to get off the airplane as long as they take their stuff with them, and I'm like, I'm not doing that, because as soon as I walk out there, that's when I'm like, you got to board again, and squeezing past all these people with my large S, that's not happening. I'm parked, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate I was sat to two nice people Really, really nice and skinny, which is super helpful for them and me. Okay. And I'm in the aisle. Okay. I only book aisle seats. Okay. That's it. Yeah. If I need to get the fuck out of Dodge, I'm going first. No offense. Um, I'll help you up, but I'm not getting stuck near the window. It's just not going to be good. 
Uh, seven pounds of shit in a two-pound bag, not happening. So we're sitting there. Maintenance crew. Now, people are complaining. I'm I'm complaining because I'm sat there. But I'm not complaining because the maintenance guys are, you know, fixing the fucking jet engine that's going to push me into the sky at 38,000 feet. I would like it to work. And I would like it to work well. Okay? Yeah. Please, take your time. <laughs> I'd rather be late than crash it to the ground at 700 miles an hour. That's a huge. That late is fine. Late is great. I'll have a milkshake when I get there. Whatever. Finally, uh, there's this one guy who's sitting in front of us. He kept getting up and like moving around. And then everybody, of course, that's drinking at the airport bar that opened up at the crack of dawn needs to use the lavatory. So all the smells and sights and people queuing up in the aisle to get to the turlet. Um, I had to deal with that. Okay. Waiting there. Finally, they get the engine started. And this guy hauls ass. Like, I mean, he's just blowing through it hammers it we get up there into the air and for those of you that haven't traveled that way it's an hour that's what the, the the longest like it takes almost as long to taxi board taxi and then deplane than it does when you get into the air it's a quick trip if you're flying at seven like excuse me 570 miles an hour you're there pretty fast okay it covers a lot of ground um we get to newark it's raining of course um i didn't bring a rain jacket whatever um we land Okay, get there, no problem. Uh, hang out, go to Christmas party. Had a great time at the Christmas party. Seeing everybody was wonderful. Uh, hanging out, just a wonderful time. Very grateful for it, <laughs> for the sake of an anonymity. I'll keep it quiet who it was. Uh, next day, uh, I didn't have. I took a late flight, Chris. I was like, I'm not going to get up early, staying up late, watching football, talking shit, hanging out. Like, I'm going to get up late. I'm going to go for a nice walk. I'm just going to have a casual day, get to the airport on my own time. And you know me, I don't fuck around. Like, here's the thing, Chris, and Chris, um, he's going to appreciate this. I didn't eat all day. Why? Because I'm not getting diarrhea on the airplane. It's just, I'm, I'm not doing it. Okay. You all know we covered the, the story about the, um, the Brown Express from Atlanta to Barcelona, where the lady had diarrhea in the aisle. That ain't going to be me. It's just not going to be me. I'll be dehydrated and dying right, before that's right. Me. Right, absolutely. I would. Yeah. I could yeah. live with the shame. Not in today's world where everybody has a fucking camera phone. <laughs> oh. and, and you know, like it was, it was, it was a woman that did it. So, like the 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 news media and people were kind of merciful and never showed really showed her face. If it was me, they'd be like, look at this fat asshole just blasting shit everywhere. <laughs> Everybody point and laugh and tell him to kill himself. <laughs> uh, my face would be everywhere. I'd be humiliated for life. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Both of us, they would be like, look at this fucking freckle fuck. He shat right. himself all over the airplane. Yeah. Everybody shame this man. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that wasn't going to be me. So I'm like, you know what? The plane's going to leave at 520. That's plenty of time. I'll get home and then I'll be in, I'll be home for dinner. Everything's going to be fine. So I don't know if you knew this, but there was a nor'easter in, in New England. And there was a big uh, rainstorm that went through New Jersey. Big wind, big rain. Uh, they canceled schools due to power outages and flooding. And I'm like, great. My flight leaves later at night. Hopefully, I won't have to run into this crap. Okay. Well, they delayed it to 620. And I'm like, all right. 
whatever. Fine. So I get to the airport in time. And by the way, I did skip over a very important piece of information. Nobody else has touched my ball bag with the exception of my doctor, except for my wife. Okay. In the last almost 14 years and me, of course, cleaning it, scratching it, whatever. Okay. Another human being, my doctor and the missus. So I go to Cleveland. They have the big cancer machine. Okay, so let me rewind the tape. They have the big cancer machine. You have to put your arms up like this. First of all, you got to take your belt off, no keys, no phone, take off everything, right? And you got to you know, take your shoes off, all this shit. It's, it's completely dehumanizing, whatever. Okay, put all the shit in a bin. I'm walking around the same floor with my socks on. Some of these people wearing sandals and doing it barefoot. I wanted to throw up. I'm like, you have no idea where these people's feet have been, but whatever. I'm already disgusted by the fact my socks are touching it, but whatever. Go to the cancer machine, put the hands up in the air, come out. He goes, what do you have in your pockets? I'm like, a handkerchief and a wallet, because I'm a handkerchief guy. And he goes, you're supposed to put your wallet and your handkerchief in your bag so we can x-ray it. I'm like, oh, my handkerchief needs to be x-rayed? So I take mm-hmm. off the stuff and I give it to him. I'm like, why don't you go ahead and inspect it then? He looks at it, looks at my wallet, checks the bills in there, gives it back to me. Literally, my Booger um, crusted uh, handkerchief. It's not that bad. I just washed it. Well, you know, it's you know from cleaning my nose. And he's inspecting and looking. Look, he's looking at my handkerchief like he's got the Rosetta Stone. He's trying to figure out what it says. Finally, gives me back the stuff. He goes, "Well, now I got to patch it down because you had this stuff on." And I'm like, "Fine, whatever." And he goes, "Do you want a private room or do you want to do it here?" I go, oh, no. I said, we're doing it here right now. Let's get it over with. So this motherfucker feels me up like he's trying to fuck me. Like I, And he pinched my balls. Like he actually got part of my sack and pulled it down with his hands when he was checking my legs. And I'm like, God damn, that hurt. And like I said, this is the first time anybody, any other man, with the exception of my doctors, touched my ball bag. I mean, it was not, it wasn't a good time. It wasn't a good time. So fast forward, we're back at the, we get to Newark Airport. Which, by the way, has three fucking terminals, okay? Huge airport, lots of traffic going in and out of that airport across the globe. So for somebody who's a big plane spotter, I like to watch aircraft, and I'm I'm a big aviation fan. I'm I'm having a good time because I'm seeing a lot of different aircraft come and go. We get there. I get there. And this time, I don't fuck up. I'm like, I put everything, including my wedding ring, in my bag. Everything's in there. Newark Airport, who has probably five times the traffic that Cleveland does embarrassingly is more efficient and faster and less dehumanizing than Cleveland Hopkins international airport. I'm embarrassed to say Cleveland airport is a disgrace. Okay. It's a disgrace to the people of Ohio. It's a disgrace to the city. It's Mm -hmm. a disgrace to the, uh, to Lake Erie. It's a disgrace to Brook park and the surrounding community. Get in there. My stuff goes through the machine. I go through the metal metal detector thing. Nothing happens because I have no belt. You know, practically nude at this point. I'm like, fine. Get my stuff, put my belt on, put my wallet back on, all my shit. Go down to the gate. I'm like, all right, I got two hours. So I walk around, get some steps in. First sign of trouble is a stop in the bathroom. Okay? First sign. There's a man in there. At least I think it's a man. It probably is, based upon what I'm going to tell you. The sounds... The grunts, this man was fighting for his life in that toilet, okay? 
Because you know when a man is in trouble, when he no longer cares about the noises that are being emitted from the stall. Number two, what for? (laughs) That's right. You give him hell, man. (laughs) Dude, it was so bad. And like, I'm laughing while I'm peeing because I'm like, man, I'm glad it's you, buddy. I told you, you don't eat at the airport fucking Chinese restaurant. You don't do that. Don't drink 16 airport beers. You're going to shit yourself. Okay, bad news. So he's already fighting for his life in there. I'm like, great, this is how it starts. All right. So clean up, get to my gate, pull my phone out, put my headphones in, and listen to music, just hang out and watch the planes land, come and go. Little did I know, the plane that we were going to fly on is coming from Boston. What's happening in Boston? A fucking nor'easter. Great. So we're waiting. They delay the flight again. 7.20 now. Motherfucker. I'm so tired. Uh, now I'm hungry, right? Because now it's like, okay, I should I'm gonna, I should have been home already, right? But whatever. I, I don't, Christopher, I spent $4 on a Pepsi. That's all I had. I had a Pepsi in the bottle. $4. Which is a giant, I mean... It's 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 incomprehensible how they're allowed to get away with it. Finally, plane gets here. They clean it up. I upgrade my seat, ladies and gentlemen. I spent ninety dollars, and they upgrade to first class. Okay, because after that experience of being in the back next to the turlet, I was like, you know what? I'm going to live a little high on the hog. Don't worry, they don't give you food. <laughs> That's not. I mean. I don't want airplane food anyway. I've been there. I've done that. And it does give you diarrhea. I get to the, I get the first class seat. It's very nice, very comfortable. Everything's good. Um, we, um, we're way to take off. Okay. Newark airport is huge. So the taxiing, like I said, it takes like 15, 20 minutes to get to the runway, not to mention all the planes that you got to wait as you're taking off. We finally hammer it. We get out of there. I put a video up, Christopher, the takeoff that's on the family Facebook. He like he hammers it, and then you know we get up there, and like I said, it's about an hour to get to the the, the motherland. Okay, we're moving. Then he tells us, "Hey, um, there's a little bit of weather down there. Uh, they're getting a huge snowstorm." And I'm, I just fucking laugh out loud and just shake my like head. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> like getting. Fucked at both ends of the journey, man. That fucking, that, wow. Fucking getting Eiffel Towered by your journey, man. <laughs> it's but true. Yeah, you get them in the ass and I'll get them in the mouth and we'll get them real good. We'll skewer them like a piggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's now true. squeal for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was squealing. Like, God <laughs> Damn it, man. I'm so pissed off. I'm dehydrated. I'm hungry. <laughs> Fucking hungry, tired, cranky. That's I'm, that's a that's a dangerous combination. Oh yeah, and I'm sick. So I'm uh, sick too on top of Oh it. man, that's <laughs> like you're at the height of misery. <laughs> Truly. The only thing that's missing and was missed was diarrhea. Didn't have to put up with that, thank God. Thank goodness. So they put us in a holding pattern for 35 minutes circling Cleveland. They closed the airport twice to clear snow off of the runway. <clears throat> Finally, 
the guy, uh, the captain. And by the way, whatever they're paying these pilots, it's not enough. Okay. It's not enough. And I mean that because these jocks are real fucking, they are skilled individuals. It's a tube, a metal tube, pressurized metal tube flying at 35,000 feet in all sorts of weather. This dude, because of the wind shear, he has to fucking gun it. And we are like, you know how your ass comes out of the seat and you're like, you get that pucker moment. You're like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's like, ooh, you know, he's coming in for this hard landing. We clear the cloud deck. And it's like we're going into hyperdrive on the Millennium Falcon because of all the snow that we're seeing with the landing lights. You could see the snow through the window. And you could feel him getting pushed, and he's ruddering it to keep the plane straight. And he is motoring it down to the fucking uh, to the runway. And we start to teeter a little bit as we're near we're nearing the ground, and my ass puckers again. I'm like, God damn it! If this plane fucking crashes, I'm gonna be so pissed. I'll be dead, but I'll be upset about it, right? Anyway, he fucking like you know that Christopher's flown a bit. He he knows he's been he's traveled that like two seconds while you're hanging there for the wheels to touch down on on the tarmac where there and everything gets quiet because it's like and then. It's boom. He fucking hammers it. And then the front landing gear fucking smacks like it. And even the stewardess, I'm looking at her. She's in the jump seat. Her eyes are fucking wide like dinner plates. And the plane is moving back and forth across like, the runway. She's like, I think I shot a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So finally, we fucking put the and people were like so happy just to be. We found out later on and Cleveland Magazine talks about it. We were lucky because uh, several planes got diverted to Columbus or fucking Detroit. Uh. Okay. We were we were in line to go to Detroit. We had five minutes left of being able to hang out for fuel. Uh, dude, that would have been that would have been the nail in the coffin. Oh. Fucking like, not only are you not going home, but you're going to fucking Detroit, <laughs> right? <laughs> talk about the fucking worst thing to do to a man like me man that's like like am i in hell did i already die am i in hell right now is that what this is right because if i go to columbus i'm like oh, all right okay that's fine i know where i'm going up 71 no problem detroit oh god they didn't apparently the people that got diverted there was no compensation whatsoever so you got to pay to stay in detroit zero out of ten do not recommend so finally I get off, the, and of course, I'm in seat 1E, so I'm out of that airplane. First guy out. I'm gone, because I was like, I got a ride waiting for me, okay? Get out there, and I'm seeing, like, how much snow has come down and how much snow is coming down. I'm like, shit, this is a pretty good snowstorm. I was like, okay, well, they knew it was coming, right? Because they talked about it on the news. Hey, we got some weather coming in. I thought that they would be prepared for it. Normally, from Cleveland Hopkins Airport to where I live takes 40 minutes to get home. 40 minutes from door to door. It took me an hour and a half to drive home after all of that. Down 71. We were doing 25 miles an hour single file down 71. And the entire time, this is 28 miles to my exit. Not one fucking Ohio Department of Transportation salt or plow truck to be seen on either barrel of the highway. I was I was beyond irate. 
beyond irate. Truck had fucking uh, there were trucks that spun out. There were cars that had spun out. The cops, of course, are over there. Hopefully checking to see if he's okay or at least writing a ticket up short or whatever. People are getting fun. Like it was bad. So after all of this, here I am. Engine wouldn't start. Got my ball bag pinched first. Then got fucking uh, got over there. Got sick. Then got delayed. Then almost crashed. Then took an hour and a half to drive home. All while being sick and starving or hungry. It was a real rough day out. It was a real rough day out. And then I got home and I said, you know something, maybe this is God telling me, you're not meant to do this. This is not for you. You passed the test, but perhaps you should consider driving next time. And I was like, you know something, you're probably right. Next time, I'm going to fucking drive. Because you know what, if the weather's bad, I can always pull over to a cheap fucking flop and fuck, stay over and not have to worry about it. But whatever. Cheap flop and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that was my adventure. That was 24 hours of fun, okay? 24 hours, okay? Um, I don't recommend it. It was great to see everybody. Don't get me wrong. I was very grateful to see people, but um, man alive. Flying is for, is for shit. It's just not good. It's not good. And I know that I'm a large man, but I swear to you, on my grandmother's grave, and all of my ancestors, those seats are fucking smaller than what they were even eight years ago. They try to cram as many people as possible into this fucking tube. It is almost inhuman. Like the leg room, there's leg room for a small child. But if you're a six foot adult, there is no leg room. There none whatsoever. Um, and I asked my mother, who's a Forty-five uh, year veteran of the uh, of the airline industry, going back to Eastern Airlines in nineteen sixty-eight um, in uh, in New Jersey, and I was like, "Ma, is there like am I am I just fat or is it is the seat smaller?" And she goes, "Oh no, the seat's tiny now. They want to put as many people into that goddamn thing and make as much money as they can." And I'm like, "All right, well, that's the gospel of mom. I gotta believe her. Gotta believe you, ma." So that was my adventure. So I hope everybody else had a great weekend. If you did travel in Northeast Ohio, I hope you didn't crash because ODOT failed to live up to their expectation of doing a modicum of work. All those fucking tax dollars they get. Yep. And then you know what they'll tell us, Chris? Remember that? Oh, we have a salt shortage. Balls. Yeah. Balls, yeah. you got a salt shortage. Yeah. You didn't fucking yeah. use any. So where'd it go? You fucking putting on your Christmas hand? What are we doing here? Right. Like me, me and the boys decided we were going to have loaded baked potatoes. And now there's no <laughs> salt left. We're sorry. It's we're true. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, so, so it's like the, the, the cable uh, episode of fucking uh, of South Park. That's where exactly. Just... Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no salt on the highways. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, oh, there's a salt shortage right now. Maybe you should find another road. Oh, no, we're the only ones because we're government mandated. <laughs> oh, you've already paid us because if you don't, we'll put you in jail. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. It was a fucking mess. So with that being said, I'm, I'm glad to be back in the saddle. Glad to be home in the motherland uh, where I belong uh, amongst my people. So I wanted to talk a little bit about a year in review. Obviously, we don't have enough time to cover every single goddamn news story that happened this past year, but we're going to talk about a few things. 
We're going to talk about the highs and the lows and the things that we found interesting that happened this past year. And I'm going to go ahead and start, and I want to get Chris's take as usual because he has excellent takes on this. One of my favorite stories of the year, if not my favorite is the Titan submersible story, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Did you forget that this that was this year, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, right. yeah. That seems like it was so long ago. And a, a PlayStation 1 controller with a Gander Mountain fucking submersible and a bunch of rich fucks went down and they have a comeback up. Right. That was a one of my favorite stories. And the fact that the media drew it out after being told by the Navy, hey, we heard a loud explosion. There, there's, there. Nobody's coming back, and the media is like, "Oh, they're still searching." And you know, we don't know. Just, we're going to drag it out. They knew everybody was dead. You're not coming back from that. Um, that was one of my favorite stories, and the fact that people got you know bent out of shape over the memes that came out of that, um, especially with one of them being the SpongeBob. Like, there's Squidward's house, there's SpongeBob's house, and then the new next door neighbor is the Titan Submersible. <laughs> I don't know. What'd you think of that? Do you, you think that deserves a uh, one of the top spots in this past year? Yeah, it's definitely. A, I mean, that would be like the June highlight of 2023. Yes, definitely. For sure. For sure. Uh, uh, you know, the ultimate fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. The all. <laughs> that's true. That right. is true. Um, music news. Um for those uh, well big news for me uh metallica put out a new album and i got to see them but here's this someone who people hate a lot made a billion dollars off of a tour and you know who i'm talking about taylor swift i did not know i don't know anything about her other than she fucks a guy in the kansas city chiefs and she makes a lot of money and she's an artist but i didn't know people hated her now she made a billion dollars off of this tour. Um, the, the what is called the Eras Eras Tour, Taylor Swift Eras Tour. She had a she had a movie too of the tour, and people like spent a lot of money to you know, so I'm like, I never made fun of anybody for liking it because it's just not my cup of tea. But why do people hate her? Is it because she's successful or is she an asshole on the side? Like, what is it with her? Do you know? I think a part of the hate stems from her rabid fan base and people associate what they refer to as Swifties, you know, with her. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's probably a part of it. Another part of it is, yes, yeah, she's successful. Um, I mean, she she really like man, man. White bitches love Taylor Swift. Man. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They they, they love her. They and good all, for they, her. They're, they're all like, this song's about me. <laughs> I experienced this. <laughs> hey, you know what? Who am I to judge? You know, right? I... You know, whatever. If that's your cup of tea. Yeah. I mean, you know. More power to you. Just, I don't see the appeal. No, not at all. But 
I mean, I mean yeah, it's probably sign number one of we're getting old. Yeah, it's definitely not bussing. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no cap. No, uh, yeah, on God, on God. <laughs> it never gets old. I hate that shit. <laughs> I know, right? Or like you ever get a fucking conversation going with a Zoomer um, on a text message? Every sentence requires a starting LOL and a finishing LOL. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I'll put a ha ha in there, okay? Maybe a laughing face emoji, but not every set. Like, LOL, my grandmother died. LOL, like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> LOL, my grandma died. Right? Like, like seriously, come on. It doesn't mean anything anymore. It's now punctuation. And we yeah. already had that prior to the LOL. You LOL, know? I got fiery hot diarrhea. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Would not be an LOL. By no, definitely not bussing. Um, yeah. No. Yeah, no cap. No, no, no cap. Definitely not bussing. Um, I hate all of you for doing that to the language, by the way. I hate all of you. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So. Let's talk about some other events that happened. Big one we talked about here on this show. I tried to live stream, but that just wasn't going to happen because I <laughs> forgot that it takes four hours to get through this thing. It's like a Catholic wedding times a million. Is that King Chuck took over for his uh, mom and became the king of the United Kingdom and its Commonwealth realms. His Majesty Sausage Fingers, God bless him. That was a big event, right? And the Queen's funeral and all that good stuff. Um, that was a big event because not often, like, well, especially for this generation, several generations, this woman's been in charge of her country since 1953. A lot of people were born and died without seeing somebody else in the big chair. So that was neat to see all that come out and the pomp and circumstance. And I just, I laugh because every time I saw, like, you know, when I was seeing like, oh, and this is the Duke of Norfolk coming forward and then i think of the south park episode with the <laughs> with, with the, the canadians yeah with the canadians exactly like, oh, she's she's covered her arms in vanilla pudding <laughs> as is tradition yeah as is <laughs> as is custom as is custom <laughs> and now the prince rips off her arm and you know like it was it was really good uh watching all that happen and then watch all these people show up and they made a big deal of this uh this one asshole what's his name the kid uh, the redhead, the real shithead, uh, the son, um, Harry. Harry, Prince Harry, Harry, Prince Harry, and his uh, bitch of a wife who complains about everything, even though she's literally fucking royalty now. I know it must be so hard. Oh, I know, so difficult to not have to fucking work or do anything ever again. Um, uh, woe is you, <laughs> yeah. uh, woe is you, the oppressed minority. I know. <laughs> Um, another one that uh, hit pretty hard when we're talking about June highlights. This is a low light. It's Cormac McCarthy, arguably one of the greatest American writers, one of the greatest writers ever, departed this earthly coil, uh, this mortal coil on this earthly plane and, um, you know, died. And that was upsetting because I'm a huge fan of his work. For those of you who don't so, know, go ahead. Was that last year or this year where Betty White died right at the beginning of the year? Oh, I think that was last year. Was it? Let's look. That's a great question. Betty White. Jan uh, she died December 31st, 2021. Oh. Yeah. And that was a sad moment. 
because there's plenty of other people that should have taken I was the say, spot. That, that was a horrible way to like end that year slash yeah. begin 2022. I agree. I agree. Um, to back it up a little bit, don't forget we talked about it on this uh, show. We had an episode, the 31 charges on the Don. <laughs> that was in reference to the 31 counts of falsifying business records, making him the first or former president to be charged with a crime. And by the way, Colorado, without him being convicted, has decided not to have him on a presidential ballot in this coming year's election. So I'm sure that's going to go over great, which means it's going to clog up the piping of Supreme Court decisions. Big, 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 important ones like gun rights, shit like that, taxes. No, the big CEO had to take his little pee-pee out and try to put it on the table and fucking exclude this asshole from being on the ballot, even though he hasn't been convicted of any crime yet. No, Colorado's invoking one of their. It's it's retarded. It's going to it's going to get shut down. But whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, like you say, it's going to clog up the Supreme Court, but ultimately they're going to throw it out. They're yep. going to be like, unless he's convicted, he just you can't do that. Yeah, you, no, you, you can't. Just can't do that. And and I mean, out of any state, like like of course, like. The only other state that I would have expected to try a stunt like that would have been California. 100%. In fact, uh, I would have first. Right, know. right. I'm surprised that Colorado beat them to the point, but it doesn't surprise me either. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're kind of overrun too. Yeah. 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 Just a bit, you know, just a bit. Yeah. Unfortunately. Not quite, not quite as bad as California. No, no, no. Several of orders of magnitude but, better. Yeah. Gruesome Newsome. <laughs> oh, God, I hate that guy. Hey, listen, when there's a communist dictator coming in, we'll clean up the right. shit garbage. Right. But for you taxpayers, bag up the homeless and sweep up the shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he left. Go ahead. Let him back in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. So I don't know, Christopher, if you saw either one of these films. But the memes that were generated from these films are still strong and prevalent. And that is Oppenheimer and Barbie being released at the same time. I did not see Barbie, but I did. I did, not, did... I did not see either one. Oppenheimer was good. It's three hours and some change long. Um, That's times... specifically why I didn't go to the theater to watch it. But I guess. Uh, speaking of which, Oppenheimer. um which uh, they broke another record, which was, uh, well, I don't know about breaking a record, but uh, at least in today's age, uh, the the 4K Blu-ray sold out, like, everywhere. Like, people wanted to, like, own that. Really? Yeah, which is, like, I'm a big proponent of physical media. Big proponent of physical media. Um and the fact that, like, you know, stuff like that still sells, and like mm -hmm. directors like Christopher Nolan, he's a, a big uh, proponent of physical media. You know, They're, like they were talking about how, you know, Guillermo del Toro, he's another director that's a big proponent of physical media. Um, which, like I said, in in this you know current year. Uh, physical media is becoming less and less of a thing. Best Buy is going to stop selling physical Blu-rays. Really? Yeah, starting starting in 2024. The fuck are uh, they going to sell? They barely sell anything now. Right, right. MacBooks and cell phones and TVs, maybe. 
Yeah, and some TVs and home appliances because they do have washer dryer. They, they do. Stoves, I just, but you like and that. I remember that that was a mecca for games, music, yep. games, and, and music. home entertainment. Yeah. Not yep. so much. Yeah. So, so I, it's glad to see that a movie like Oppenheimer shows that, you know, maybe not every movie, but a lot of movies still uh, can generate revenue with physical media. Definitely. So definitely, that, definitely a big thing about Oppenheimer. So that was that was cool. That was like a cool tidbit of news that I had read because it just came out on 4K Blu-ray like real recently. Let me 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 shit here. It's worth a watch, but watching it from home is clearly the better move because if yeah, you get- like these days, like whenever I was younger, like say like especially like when uh. The Lord of the Rings trilogy had originally come out. Like I could bear sitting in the theater for two and a half hours, two hours forty five minutes. But like once we start creeping into three plus hours, man, I'm just like, uh, I'm ready to get out of this. Well, do you remember Return of the King gave us an intermission? Yeah, yeah. That the the Oppenheimer did not have any fucking intermission, but none whatsoever. Nope. He's just like, you will watch my vision in its entirety. <laughs> That's and correct. You will enjoy it. That's correct. And I had a hard time because I got myself a massive fucking uh, uh, water and I, you know, sucked down a bunch of salty popcorn and I'm sucking down this water. And it's like, oh, you're an hour and a half into this film. Guess what? Time to urinate, you fucking idiot. And I'm like, great. So I don't want to miss anything. So I probably gave myself a kidney infection, waiting to take a piss, waiting for this. My wife went with my son and I. And she fucking left after, like, she got to two hours and 40 minutes. She was like, I'll just wait for you in the car because she's like, I can't do it anymore. So I don't blame her. I was, she goes, what did I miss? I go, oh, the last 40 minutes of the movie. It was all right. Um, it was a good movie, though. It was a good movie. And I think it opened up a lot of people's eyes to um, the politics because a lot of the movie had to deal with 1930s politics in the country and the concern of letting some of these commie scientists or people who had connections with the Soviet Union working on this top secret project that was the Manhattan Project, um, which they failed miserably at keeping it away from the commies because Julia and, and Ethel Rosenberg were able to get information to the communists anyway. So that was a big F. Um, Matt Damon was in the movie. He played a funny character. Matt um, Damon. <laughs> At least better than Ben Affleck. I don't know. Maybe they're both like the same. I person. I can't. After Team America forever changed the chemistry in my brain. Right. And I can't. Anytime I hear Matt Damon's name, that's literally the first thing that pops in my head is Matt Damon. <laughs> and understandably so. And understandably so. Did you find it, by the way? Yes, uh, November 21st is when it was released on okay. 4K Ultra HD uh, All right. in, Blu- in Blu-ray. So, yeah, it sold out pretty much everywhere. Um, okay. People people were selling copies of uh, on eBay from anywhere to 80 to $200. Wow. Yeah, but they're, they're, they, they, re- they're, they replenish stock, so it was simply that they're just discs, so it didn't take mm-hmm. long press disc and print covers and mass produce that shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that was, for me, that was exciting to see a piece of physical media being high in demand. 
I'm a physical media person as well. You know that. Like I, yeah, yeah. I like to I like to own my music and I like to own my films. Uh, I like to have the copy of it. You know that. Like I'm a collector, especially when it comes to vinyl. I'm a big fan. Uh, but I I I don't like to uh, keep everything in the fucking cloud or stream it. Like it's just not what I do. Um, so no. th- that is a positive. Now, how about this? Now, if anybody remembers, Oprah, who's a billionaire, and The Rock, who's a billionaire, had the balls to ask you to donate money to this thing, which was the Maui wildfires. <laughs> um, that was a big story for a while, a very big story yeah. that was happening. Um, was it? Um, there was a resort town that basically got torched. Uh, what is it? Was La- it Lahaina? Lahaina. That was it. Yeah, that was the name of the town. But I remember The Rock asking for money with Oprah, and it's like, how about you two motherfuckers throw some money in the kitty? Like, why are you asking me for money? Like, it's kind of like when I go to the grocery store. You know, a multi-million-dollar corporation, or if you go to Walmart, multi-billion-dollar corporation. Would you like to donate to the food bank? Uh, no, I'm counting my money till I get paid. So how about you fucking donate something to the food bank? Okay. Right. Why is it gonna be me, bro? Like. Can you do it? Because you've got the money. I'm paying you for it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, th- that was a big story for a while. L- there's some conspiracy theories about what was going on there, too. We kind of talked about that as well. Um, again, for a show that looks at um, uh, looks at news stories and you know the different uh, angles and stuff like that, that was definitely one of the things that we looked at. And I know that uh, Elon Musk's company uh, had a self-landing rocket, okay? Uh, that that was a big story this year and his rebranding of tw- Twitter, formerly known as Twitter, now X um, and the loss of you know money and him having a fight with Bob Eager from Disney. And he doesn't seem to give a shit about anything. So good for him. Good for Elon Musk. Uh, whatever. He's got to fuck you, buddy. <laughs> uh, that was great. That he's was got, great. He's got to fuck you, money. Remember Which is when he... great because seriously, because oh, fuck, yeah. fuck Bob Iger for real. I agree. Fuck, fuck that fucking prick. Remember when Elon was like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah. At the New York is, Times is that, thing. Is that is that clear? <laughs> <laughs> That's I love it. The balls on you, buddy. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um... <laughs> He's like, you're gonna try to manipulate me. You know, bribe me with money. With money. Yeah. Go fuck. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I that that was, I I love that. That was that was great. That was great. Yeah, yeah. That was I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I love somebody who could push back because none of us has that have that kind of fuck you money. I don't have any money, let alone fuck you money. Um, but uh, Elon has like he's in a position to be able to do that, and good for him. Um, one of the more embarrassing things to have we talked about this. We had a real hoot about it. Um, was uh, the fact that. Uh, how many votes did it take Kevin McCarthy to be voted in Speaker of the fucking House of representing like 15 different votes? Yeah, and, yeah. And then he lasted. And then gets booted. He lasted like nine months on the job. <laughs> and he got booted. Was out. it was it really was it really nine months? Uh, for let me see. I think it was. Let me see. Um, I, I, I feel like, man. That's actually longer than I thought it was less than that. Maybe you're right. I'm I'm no, I'm probably if anybody's mistaken, it's probably me. No, no, no. You were right. He was sworn in as speaker of the house on um or wait a minute. No, this is his entire servitude. Stand by. This he was there for a while. Okay, let's see here. 
Come on, you stupid. He was uh, Speaker of the House of January 7th to October 3rd. So about nine months. Okay. Okay. About okay. nine about nine months, <laughs> he couldn't even hack it for a year. <laughs> um, um, uh, I love it. I love it. Right, like what a weak, pathetic toad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I really enjoyed <clears throat> that, of course. Um, and and not to mention, uh, one honorable mentions here that we don't talk about really is that there is a war still going on with the Russians invading Ukraine. Still a thing that's happening. And then, of course, the war between um, Hamas and Israel. I was going to say October 7th was probably another big uh, yes. news that was, moment of the year. The paragliders really kind of was like, wow, huh. You know, and then, of course, the meme, you know, the people tell you that, you know, what do you need an AR-15 for? Oh, uh, that. That. Yeah. Can't say it doesn't happen because it did. Right. Um, Right, but the uh, the Israelis don't have the rights that Americans do. Uh, they cannot own firearms privately like that, like we can here. So good luck to you, uh, and that's still happening, and people are still arguing over it like they have any stock uh, in the game. My favorite too is queers for Palestine. I love that because the Muslims are very well known for being very tolerant of gay people. I don't know if you knew that in the, Iran. The most, the, the most tolerant in all of the globe. The most. Yeah. Like, are you fucking retarded? The, the Islamic progressives, we all know, you know, that's right. that's what they are. Iran, that's, Iraq, all of yeah. them, the, you know, they're very progressive nations. <laughs> yeah, but they love gays. They love, love the them. Love, love them, building. love them to death, literally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, queers for Palestine. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. It's. I mean, let's not get retarded here, okay? If you want to support a cause, support a cause, but be like, you know, we're queer and we're standing with Palestine. The Palestinians are probably like, could you not stand next to us, please? Like, really? We we don't need your support at all. In fact, we don't want it. Um, that was interesting. So, yeah, that's been a thing that's, that's still going on right now and quite a divisive thing on social media platforms, people pontificating about what they think is right and what they don't think is right. Um, uh, more of the same. So if you want to check that out, you go right ahead and look at that. So um, recently, one of the best pieces of news, Christopher and I, and probably the rest of you heard in years, is that Henry Kissinger finally went to hell fucking and finally and and diane feinstein both of them darth feinstein and the emperor himself right fucking dead and gone praise be to allah <laughs> right so yes they find this very halal <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 no more bullshit from these two yes. how, very, how, very. how do you say in your language faggot Yes, they, we are tired of these faggots. They are finally gone. But praise be to Allah. Yeah. Oh man, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's. I'm. I am not. I'm not one to typically celebrate death. But for those two fucking chuckle fucks. Yeah, Ar Ariva Derchi. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Correcto. <laughs> yeah, correcto. Yeah, same here, yeah. man. That was great. Um, good news. 
very good news. So I want to talk a little bit about, and then of course, uh, and recently this month, uh, former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor uh, finally uh, shuffled her way off this mortal coil. So we had some big ones this year, but none bigger than like, and I apologize. I forgot about Darth Feinstein, uh, but uh, thank goodness uh, she is finally, uh, you know, shuffled off this planet and made some room for somebody else to run until they're right. 50 years old. <laughs> right. So, like, uh, like the worst part is the people that kept voting that fucking crypt keeper fucking back in. I'll never get over it, Chris. I'll right. never get over it. Like people, you people in California are fucking retarded. I mean, really, I dude, you can say what you want about everybody else. The wacko Mormons in fucking Utah, you know, people out this way. That's fine. Uh, we don't we didn't fucking throw literally a Sith Lord in to the Senate, like well past the expiration date. Like, I mean, she had the stink. She was rotting in front of you. You know what I mean? No. No, we're going to keep sending her back. Nancy Pelosi is going to win again, too, when she runs. So she'll be the next one to get to, you know, 90-some years old with her teeth falling out of her face. This country's fucking retarded. I love this place, but sometimes you people really disappoint me. Right. Really. I mean. Like, that's who we want in charge of things. Yeah. An old old drunk bitch that rubs it in your face how how much good ice cream she has in her freezer while you're (laughs) stuck at home during COVID lockdowns. Oh, who could forget that? Right? You I haven't. Fucking bitch. Yes, sir. But anyways, yes, sir. that wasn't a 2023 highlight. But... Yes, definitely. And uh, and thankful we are yeah. for that. Uh, now, there's a little area of concern. Christopher knows a little bit more about this stuff. In fact, a little is being generous. He knows a lot more about this stuff. Apparently, AI is getting incredibly advanced to the point where it's able to cheat uh captures and it's able to bypass certain things that keep bots from it's getting more sentient it's getting more advanced and i don't know about the rest of you well for those of you that are using it to write college papers i'm sure it's great um even though they'll probably be able to bypass the software to catch you cheating which whatever not my problem until you go to build a bridge I'm driving over. That's the problem. <laughs> um, you know, what, wait, wait, Christopher, wait till fucking woke engineering and woke uh, aeronautics get come here. My God in heaven, look the fuck out. Boy, is that going to be a bad day in Bosnia for all of us? Holy shit. Um, but the AI thing really does bother me because I feel like it's, it is in fact a genie you cannot put back into the bottle. And people made fun of us, I, myself, you know, talking about Skynet. And I'm like, it's prophecy. You guys want, wait and see what's going to happen. You're going to fucking let this thing out. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be essentially the uh, the pit bull that, uh, you know, you wanted to kill all the cats in the neighborhood. And eventually it runs out of cats and it comes to fucking kill you. Um, that's exactly what's going to happen here. It's not going to be, it's not your dog. You have no control over it. Um, it's like the idea of controlling limited government. Well, not really. Um, not really. So I don't know. Do you have concerns about artificial intelligence as we close out this year? Oh, for sure. I mean, there's multiple ways that it's going to affect mankind. Um, you know, no matter what scenario you look at. So you can look at the benevolent scenario, mm-hmm. which I don't believe we're going to go down that path. No. 
not in the dark timeline that we're in, my friend. No. <laughs> we're at, we're on we're on the fucking highway to dystopia, man. <laughs> it's on true. fucking Route 66, man. Route 666. We're on the <laughs> highway to hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, but even if you look at the benevolent side of things, like it's going to there, there would be growing pains associated with integrating it into society because it's going to do away with probably a fuck ton of jobs. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Um, 100%. So there will be ways that we'll have to adjust uh, beyond that. Um, so, so even in a more positive scenario where it doesn't go psycho and try and kill us, Mm -hmm. um, there will still be probably lots of death in, in some shape or form. It's going so to, it, it will change society forever, whether it's better or for worse. And then there's the nightmare scenario, which there's a, a whole slew of fucking movies made about it called the Terminator. <laughs> I mean, we've seen that. Yep. And, and honestly, especially when you watch, uh, not that it's a great movie, because honestly, the first two Terminators, which are totally different cinematic experiences, definitely. Uh, <clears throat> with Terminator One being more more like horror, in in a sense, versus mm -hmm. Terminator Two being more of like a sci -fi. high octane sci fi action flick. Mm -hmm. Um, but Terminator Three. The rise of the machines, how it all kind of like, like, like that could, that's a very, like maybe when that movie came out, like, you know, we could, but like seeing how things work now and the kind of technology that we have, like that could be a very real scenario in AI. We could, like you said, once you let that genie out, like AI will be incredibly intelligent if it becomes self-aware and when it becomes mm -hmm. self-aware what if it perceives us as a threat exactly and if it perceives us as a threat it's going to eliminate us 100 and, and how connected the world is and everything like something probably could completely especially something like ai could completely take control of everything mm -hmm. everything that our entire you know the everything that modernity provides mm -hmm. uh, could be taken away in, in in the blink of an eye by malevolent AI that wants you dead. <laughs> Truly, and I, you hit the nail on the head. And I know that, like you know, life imitating art is a very real thing. Uh, art imitating life, and a lot of these, especially with Skynet, and people laughed about it because Christopher and I have been talking about this shit since we knew each other. You know, and this is something that, uh, you know, you people can hate them all day. Jones talked about it all the time. It was a gen and this was back before any like there was any chat GPT before there was advanced AI. Um, it was a genuine concern because what we just uh, spoke about is this is something you don't put back in the bottle. It is out and it is out forever. Um, and uh, it's definitely a concern. You know, do, yeah. Do, wish could do I wish I could be more optimistic about it? Of course, I do wish I could be, but I'm a realist, okay? Right, because right. this is a weapon, and in the right hands, it's a devastating weapon. And what do you think is going to be? What's the who? Who do you think is going to get a hold of that and use it? Not what you. Is, is it? Is it Murphy's Law? 
that like if something can go wrong it will it will yeah is that yeah that's it's no shit that's you know that's how it is kind of how i see it is like i said we're we're straight on that path to dystopia baby truly <laughs> i mean we're already three quarters of the way there i can see thunderdome from here bitches yeah for real <laughs> That and you couple that with all the other things that are going on, not to mention my least fit. One of my least favorite things is this whole situation with fucking BlackRock buying up all the single family homes, creating mm -hmm. a nation of renters. You got these millennials and Zoomers who are bitching about not being able to buy a house. Neighbor, it's not just you. The boomers got in when they got in and they're holding on and they're never going to let go until the last one dies. The boomers... The boomers, I agree, are one of the worst generations of Americans that we've ever had because they don't know when to get out of the fucking way. They, all, they refuse to get out of the way. Mm -hmm. And they were around when shit was good, when mm -hmm. it was really good. Like, you could have a fucking... Now, I understand people are like, well, you know, you're, you're not factoring in the value of the dollar, you know, prior to the gold standard uh, being uh, removed. And Yeah, sure. But in the 80s, things were okay. In the 90s, things were okay. As short as 2015... You could still buy a home reasonably affordable. We're talking like I'm trying to tell you guys in the small Midwestern town that I reside in, which is not too far from where Christopher lives. Christopher lives in a big city. Um, you, there are houses that are on one street that were going for one hundred and twenty to one hundred fifty thousand dollars as uh, short ago as 2018, 2019. Those houses are now $100,000 $100, more expensive. The same exact house, same exact property, and you're buying it as is. And on top of that, people are outbidding each other up to 30% above asking to get in on it. Okay. And I keep waiting for the bottom to fall out, and it hasn't happened yet. And now we, we kind of know why. It's because it's being held up by this invisible, well, it's a very visible hand, but for some folks, they just can't see it. And I know that there's a bill before Congress to uh, sure. get hedge, sure. fund, hedge funds and BlackRock out of the... You're going to lighten somebody's pocket. It's never going to get Be, passed. Being held up by a very opaque hand. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So that is the dystopian future that I see, too, because, you know, we laugh at New York when they're like, oh, we have this closet where there's a bucket for you to shit in. We're charging $3,000 a month for rent. You are not far away from that becoming a reality in many other parts of the country where it still is more affordable to live here. But I see the, the rents that people are paying for some of these fucking garbage apartments. And it's egregious. It's egregious. I mean, your dollar's not worth much of anything anymore. I mean, there's the, the inflation is a real thing. It is a very real thing. And when you factor in paying for gas, paying for insurance, which is a racket by itself, completely a racket by itself. Um, and then, of course, the cost of living with your grocery bill and shit like that. Unless you're an Aldi guy like me, you're getting punched in the balls and hard regularly. So um, this the show is not sponsored by Aldi, but if they should sponsor us because I'm a huge Aldi guy. If you're looking to save a few dollars, that and save a lot are the way to go. Um, but yeah, if I missed anything, did I miss any big events, Christopher? Big, big events. I'm sure there's probably some big events that we're missing, but there's nothing else that really comes to mind. Okay. There's nothing else in that. It was the last thing that I thought of was Diane Feinstein. Oh, I'm so glad you did. Because it's just, sure. it, that is a silver lining to the more of the same that we bring you here on the show. So before we depart, I don't have anything else. I just want to talk about the year in review. Um, if you have any that uh, you thought were big moments, Please, uh, please let us know. Grateful for the guests that we had on the show for this past year. Um, 
uh, really enjoyed everybody's company from professor dave uh you know to ray to bird uh grateful for the folks that uh show up and uh kept showing up and grateful for you that continue to listen the four and a half of you that are still hanging on and i was told by uh our friend in quote kazakhstan is it kazakhstan or kazakhstan i either way kazakh you thank you very much told me to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it for the four and a half of you that stick with us. And thank you to the patrons. And if you want to be a Patreon member, it's it's literally $2 a month. You support the show, you get extra content and a whole catalog that goes back to almost four years ago. I've been doing this for a while. So come check it out. Um, got some exciting stuff. Uh, I'm sure that the new year will provide us. I'll try to see what we could do to squeeze in another one before the new year it's just i know that everybody's busy and i'm going to be going out of town I'm actually taking a vacation with the missus so um we'll try to get together so christopher do you have anything else before we depart mm, nope all right don't forget uh, about oh, the... go ahead bit shoot there yes. it is there it is don't forget to subscribe to the bit shoot page um uh, that's where all the video is we don't do youtube haven't done youtube now in like several years because of the communist censorship that exists there um but that's all that we have i'd like to thank our sponsors uh gorisnexus.com ray faba fine art and design for the great lakes i paint acronal access or happy access team mandalore keeps cycling very weird and don't forget about uh my dear friend our friend bobby and fairly decent golf our partner uh check him out on instagram and tiktok again and a big cartel store uh, Bobby's got some really cool merch and he carries our merch. So love you, Bobby. Hope you're doing well. Have a great Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of the show. Now it is too late for you to start getting clean for Christmas. You fucked it up again. You didn't get the right soap. You're going to smell bad. You're going to be sitting there next to that ham or turkey or both cheesecakes, pies, and you're not going to get your dick sucked because guess what? It smells terrible. Because you're using detergent soap from the store. Chinese communist made detergent from the store. It's no good for you. You guys are practically using what they use to wash cars. Okay? Your six-in-one body wash and fucking, uh, you know, wax melter or whatever it is that you get from the store. You know how men are. I can wash my hair, my balls, and my car with the same soap. That's not the way it's supposed to be, folks. Check out Akron Apothecary, Todd's Gay Soap. Get yourself clean. Wash the biggest organ on your body, which is your skin. It's not too late to start the new year off on the right foot with the right ball bag and the right dung ditch being clean for all those New Year's resolutions you're going to make and break within 30 days. But at least you could break them smelling good, smelling clean, and increase your chances of getting laid. It's clinically proven to get yourself laid with Todd's Gay Soap. Check it out. Akron Apothecary. Todd's Gay Soap is oh that is and if you want to cut back on that butt itch scrub a dub dub that dung ditch baby <laughs> that was great hey guys love you very much <clears throat> thank you for sticking with us uh chris and i and hopefully angel when she's uh, able to we'll see you again very shortly love you dearly merry christmas if we don't talk to you and um, have a great holiday. All the best to you, and we'll talk soon.